Welcome to a Sunny Side Up Life podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to live an abundant life full of freedom and positivity. I'm Sammy Womack, and I'm on a mission to help you break free from survival mode, gain financial freedom, stay motivated, and focus on what matters most. Join the movement, and let's start living on the brighter side of life together. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another great interview. You guys, I have Caitlin here this week from The Beam Life. She is one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. And after you listen to this episode, you're going to know why she's so full of energy and positivity and just, she's great. So Caitlin is here to share why she is so passionate about women's empowerment and how she's helping women dive deep to discover their wildest dreams, gain the confidence to become the most fierce version of themselves and build endurance to keep going during the hard times. Plus, she is spilling all the details on her recipe for success, which includes fitness, nutrition, goal setting, and morning rituals. Caitlin is a mother, entrepreneur, professional fitness coach, lifestyle blogger, and the founder of The Beam Life, a podcast and a company dedicated to empowering women and helping them live on purpose. Caitlin uses her experience to coach others in working through and overcoming their own obstacles. Her favorite thing to do when she's not coaching or creating content is being outdoors, spending quality time with her family and friends. Caitlin lives in sunny Los Angeles with her daughter, partner, and two rad black cats. You guys, just that little introduction, you can probably already tell that we have a lot in common and we just have a lot of fun in this conversation and I cannot wait for you guys to jump into it. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys again that if you are not subscribed on my YouTube channel, you are missing out on so much amazing content. And if you enjoy the conversations that we have here on the podcast, you are gonna love my YouTube channel as well. I do a short five-minute motivational Monday video as well as a more educational how-to type of video every single Saturday. So you're getting two videos over there as well as the podcast on Thursdays. So three amazing pieces of content every single week. So jump over to my YouTube channel, A Sunny Side Up Live and subscribe. Okay, let's welcome Caitlin. All right, everyone. I am here with Caitlin. I am so excited to welcome her to the podcast. So welcome and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh my gosh. I am so excited, Sammy. It's like, I'm so amped every time I'm seeing all your pictures and to be able to connect again, it's great. So my story actually started about 10 years ago in my young adult life when I moved to LA. Um, I moved here from New York City. Actually, I went there for college and I was in fashion school, FIT. And um, when I moved to LA, I became very self-aware and very self-conscious, especially body image wise. And, you know, living here in LA, nobody wears clothes, right? I was coming from New York where everyone's like bundled up or actually just wears layers, even in summertime, makes it fashionably cute. And then out here, it's like denim shorts. And I realized I don't feel comfortable in denim shorts and what's going on. And really for the first time in my life, I became aware that um, I was really, really overweight Um, to the point where it wasn't just a body image thing. It was actually unhealthy. And, you know, that's what happens when you go to college and you kind of have free reign. But 
really throughout my entire life, I had struggled with weight, but this was the first time I actually felt as if it was a problem. So that's when I decided to get some help. Cause as you know, the best way to see progress in anything is hiring a coach and hiring a professional, somebody to hold you accountable. And I walked into the doors of 24 hour fitness where I uh, lived at the time it was right next door. And and I got partnered with a trainer who happens to be my dear friend and who I'm partnered and work for now, which is crazy. It's come full circle. Yeah. Um, but that was the moment my life changed because I was, you know, a broke, uh, just graduated college student, but I decided to make an investment in my health and in myself. And because of that, um, I, I also had someone that believed in me. So I started to see this change. At the same time, I was introduced to personal development, which was a completely new concept to me. As you know, sometimes people think uh, self-help is like a little woo-woo, Yeah. you know? <laughs> so I was, when, I, when my friend Corey and trainer first introduced me to this concept of personal development, I was like, this guy's weird. What is this? <laughs> um, but I started to get into it more and more because much like, you know, with, your financial mindset, we have to figure out what was the trigger? Why was I overweight? What was causing me to do all these things? And why this is such a huge part of my story, it's because it was that kind of trigger point that caused everything else, right? It's that butterfly effect moment. And because in that moment, I made that choice to believe in myself, everything else transpired. Um, from there, I ended up losing almost 80 pounds with him and just becoming this internal confident force. I just knew I could do anything, literally anything. And I didn't need anybody to confirm that in me. It was all within. And it wasn't just because physically I had changed, but mentally I had done the work. So throughout that time, I became very much obviously into fitness and into running, into nutrition to the point where uh, I started competing in races. That is actually where um, I met my now ex-husband, but where we met at a race and at the time he owned a fitness business and it became something that I was interested in and we got married and we ran that business together and we grew a little fitness empire of our own. And that was the first time that I really experienced entrepreneurship and also coaching and coaching in a sense of doing what had been done for me, which was showing people their self-worth, showing people their value, what they were capable of and believing in them when no one else did, not even themselves. Right. So it became this obsession and this addiction. You know, I came from this world of fashion, which was great. I mean, it, that all had its perks and everything too, but it's very surface on a lot of things. And it's based on the wrong things a lot of the time. And I dealt with a lot of affluent clientele. So it was all built around a lot of money and I was at their mercy. And I loved the feeling of entrepreneurship and owning my thing and making it my own. Um, I've always been into customization and uniqueness and, and that's what this entrepreneurship journey did for me. And on top of that, being able to help people. And I love 
service, right? Like service is such a huge part. It stems from my grandparents. They were in a service industry and it's just transpired all the way. And when you see the impact, um, that's really what becomes addicting. And so, um, as you know, things went on, the business sort of kind of took over my life. And, um, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that as, as we go on, because it was ultimately the demise of my marriage. Um, we did have a beautiful daughter though, and she's amazing. And she's now almost going to be four in November. So it was a blessing in itself because without that marriage, I would not have her. And so the business basically, you know, took over my life, but within that transition, I realized that what I really want to do is empower women specifically to live their ultimate purpose-driven life. Um, and to know that they have it within them. They don't need anybody else, not a family, not a partner, you know, not a friend to validate who they are. Right. And it's mind blowing how many people I would talk to that literally just had so much self doubt. And it reminded me of who I was 10 plus years ago. So that's sort of how I came to now still being in the fitness industry. I'm actually now working with my friend, Corey, who owns gems and helped me start my journey. But in addition to that, growing the beam life and helping women everywhere across the country really recognize their potential and do big things, right. That, that we're meant to do. That's why we're here. Yeah. It's a a crazy story, but I, I love it. And I love how you're like, Oh, I see myself in my clients because I heard once when I first started my business, your ideal client is who you were five or 10 years ago. And that's like exactly what you said. And that's exactly what I tell my clients. I'm like, Hey, I've been there. Like I get it. And that's like, to me, that's where it really comes full circle. And I'm like, I just get such a soft spot in my heart for those women who are where I used to be, because like, I know how bad it sucked. (laughs) So totally, I'm like, yes, if you can see yourself in my story and that I can see myself in your story and that's where we connect, that's where the magic happens. I love it. All those, always those crying moments, right? Where I'm like, I am here with you. Like I am in it. (laughs) Um, because you know, it's a very much again, fitness and finance are so comparable and same thing with like personal development and coaching and all these things, you're really getting personal with somebody and, and it's a very vulnerable experience. And when somebody opens up and they share something that they've been holding back for so long and you have this breakthrough, I mean, I goosebumps, it's just, it's my favorite thing. It's literally my favorite thing. Um, to see that moment of like, aha. And you're like, I told you we would get yep. through this. Like yep. I and told you it's therapy in so many ways. And I've got off of so many coaching calls and my client will be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just left therapy. Like, I just feel like, whew, that was just a way off. And that's why I think probably why your fitness journey was successful because your coach implemented the personal development aspect. 1 million percent. Otherwise, what is it? It's just numbers. You know, it's just a weight. It's just, you know, counting calories or macros or reps or whatever. It's just numbers. And that's the same thing with finances. If you don't put any heart behind it, it's just a number. 
it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Totally. It doesn't matter. So when you put that personal development aspect, put that mindset and that heart, that's like, that's when it actually happens. Totally. So that's why I love what you do because you go with all of the things in the same kind of tenacity and like fire that I do. And that's why I love what you do as well. So tell us a little bit more about what the beam life is, what it means and how you are really changing the world with it. Sure. So the beam life stands for beam stands for be everything and more. And it's funny because originally I just had it called be everything and more. And I have a dear friend, Jane, who was like, you know, the acronym is beam. And that was like, whoa, what? Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, because really, truly so many people actually describe me as like a beam of light all the time, because yeah. I'm just this like zippity duda <laughs> all the time. 5am doesn't matter. And yeah. So I heard that and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be your beam so that you can be your own beam. If that makes yes. sense. Right. It's like, I want to be that crack of light in a dark room where you feel like, oh my gosh, I know there's something on the other side because I can see that light. So I want to, or I want me and the community of beam because I want to grow it to a place where you almost have like little beam ambassadors everywhere, right? Where you have these core values and you live in this certain way of just no apologies. And, and I don't mean that in a sense of being rude or blunt or aggressive in any way. It's just that you are living in your complete authenticity and genuineness. And that's contagious, right? It rubs off on people. And I know that when it's modeled behavior, it's something that someone can relate to, right? It's just like what we were just talking about. If my friend is living the beam life and I'm looking at her and saying, wow, she's got it all together. Like, what is she doing? And it's not necessarily because of her status of anything, whether it's, you know, success or career or how great of a mom she is. Those are just the facts, right? Yeah. It's who she is as a woman and as a person and what she embodies and its ultimate confidence and the belief in community and just being authentic and genuine. And it's life also is not a, a solo journey, right? It's yeah. not me. Um, I just made a post actually the other day about my beam hype squad, right? Because even the beam boss herself needs a hype squad sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you need that group that just shows you the mirror, right? And that's what I want the beam life to be is that holding up the mirror, you get that beam reflected light. And yeah, it just becomes this way of living. And um, yeah, I'd like it to be a globally recognized thing is yes, I'm living the beam life, baby. Yeah. I'm doing it. So that's kind of what it stands for. I love it. That's it's so true though. You know, and I tell people all the time, like, you know, you'll hear a lot of advice about keeping your inner circle, you know, the people that you spend the most time with and all of that. And so people will say, unfollow people on social media that don't light you up and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, yes. Okay. But step two is follow people that do light you up hundred percent. You know, and so the people who are living the life that you want to live, that there's some, even if it's not, and it, it's not in an envious way, it's that you become who you surround yourself yes. with. 
And we all need that support system, that encouragement, that hype squad behind us. Like, for example, when you were saying that, I was thinking about recently I reached 10,000 followers on Instagram. Oh my God. Love that. So good. Oh my gosh. I got so much love. I was literally crying. But in the hour or two before, I had this big group message with a bunch of my friends who are also you know, Instagram, YouTube podcast people. And we're all in this group message, which one of my friends even started it. I didn't even start this. And she's like, okay, guys, like we're in the final countdown. And they are all literally counting down one by one, 10 more, nine more, you know, every single text message. And then they're just freaking out and celebrating just as much as I was. And I was like, gosh, like, I'm so blessed to have these amazing women that understand what it's like. And it was just like this this whole, uh, I just got so sappy about a number on Instagram, but <laughs> no, but it, that's what it's all about is, is finding that posse, that group you're, you know, I call yeah. it my beam hive of women or of people that live and understand your purpose, right? They might not understand everything right. you do, but they know that you're here to impact and make a difference. And they believe in you enough to spread that. And they want to share the good word because they're like, yes, yeah. get a dose of Sammy. And um, like, yeah. yeah, I think it's amazing. And it's, it's definitely, I believe, hardcore. And you are who you surround, your, surround yourself with and what you consume literally mentally, like what you're reading and looking at all the time, you kind of become those things. So choose wisely is what I always say. (laughs) Yes. So if any women are listening and they're like, I don't really feel like I'm on that page. How can I get on this page? What are some things that women can do to get to living the beam life? Like give us some examples. So gosh, I mean, there's a million things. And then of course it depends on where somebody is starting in their journey. I think the easiest token and entry into anything is your body and mind and nutrition. Really, I will start with fitness and nutrition. And it's the most basic principle, but it's treating your temple, right? Your body with pride and loving yourself enough to only consume the things that serve you, right? And that make you feel good. And that starts literally with nutrients, right? From our food. So I always tell people if you're stuck, start there because then fitness, gives you also endorphins, it starts moving your body, you start seeing other people and surrounding yourself with other people who are doing the same thing, right. And it it was just like me, it becomes that gateway drug, right, if you will, and I will serve the fitness drug all day long. So (laughs) that's always being served up here. So but truly, it's the easiest thing. Because if you tell somebody, start with um, personal development, and they you don't, don't know who Tony Robbins is, right? Then it's like, we're, whoa, we're gonna have a long roadmap. But like, let's start just show up for yourself at the gym, show up and mm-hmm. eat well, let's start there. And then it becomes like, well, I kind of want to dig deeper in this journey. Let's work on the mindset part of it, right? And getting into, you know, I know we'll probably talk about um, rituals or morning routines and getting into a schedule and setting yourself up for success, right? And then comes goal setting and all those little pieces. But in my opinion, the entry ticket to the beam life is really by first your body. And I think most people see success when they start there because it is 
seems so surface, you know, and it's kind of whatever, I'm just working on my fitness, but it becomes this bigger thing. Well, it's also like when you, you feel good, you can do good. I think, you know, and it's just, especially as moms, we know when your body feels like crap, like when you get a terrible night's sleep, cause your kid was up sick, the whole rest of the day is out. Oh yeah. You're done. Yeah. So when your body feels good, your mind feels good. You can go and do whatever you were put on this earth to do. Right. And so totally go to the next level on everything. And I love that so much. Yeah. I mean, best case in point is I gave up caffeine. I'm on day three, which is like, I am a coffee holic, so it's driving me crazy. But yesterday on day two, I was exhausted. And then, you know, I got a reminder from my partner, move your body. And I'm like, oh yeah, Mrs. Fitness, move your body. Yes, I do. And sure enough, I just, I was like, but I don't have time. Go do 30 minutes, whatever you can do, just go move your body. And it doesn't have to be intense. Like go outside for a walk, go for a hike you know, play with your kids outdoors, whatever you can do, whatever you have access with. It doesn't have to be in a gym with a personal trainer, just move your body, do and make time for you and your body. And yeah, it all sets up from there. Love right. That. Cause like you said, when we do good, we feel good. And I completely agree with that. I love that. So in your personal journey, you know, you said you started with your fitness, and then you went to the personal development. So what was like step two for you personally? It really started becoming like road mapping my dreams mm-hmm. and my vision of what I wanted. And that's what personal development offered for me because I had never been asked except for when you're looking to apply for colleges, like, what do you want to do with your right. life? You know? Um, and at the time you're like, I'm 18. What? I want to go to New York city yeah. and party. And that's what I want to do and go to fashion school. I want to make money probably eventually yeah, make like- money and be famous and yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was the first time as an adult that I was being asked these questions and I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, don't you just work? Like, isn't that what we do? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, wait, we have options. Like we are allowed to choose our life and our destiny and our path. And we don't have to follow this cookie cutter system that has been set up for us. Right. So that was sort of my step two was like road mapping out because at this point, I was feeling really good physically. I was down a lot of weight. I was starting to compete in some races, which part of racing is you have to create a training plan. So that was my first time looking at a plan Mm -hmm. and feeling like, okay, how can I attack this? And I know I need to run X miles on this day, swim X miles on this way, so I can get to here. But then it was like, okay, Caitlin, translate your training plan to your life plan. And it became this thought of, okay, well, I can't think 10, 15 years from now, but I can think of 365 days from now. And then that possibility started to happen. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just made this happen in 365 days. Now let's see what five years looks like. Right. And you start going and going and going, and you are able to create this vision. And then you get the little pawns and pieces in place to help you get there. And I know we were just chatting pre podcast about financial, right? That's a big block of mine. That's in my vision, but yet I haven't created my proper support to fulfill that part of my dream. Right. 
So it's like, who are your key people that are going to help you? Because yeah, there's different lanes on that road. Right. And you kind of need help in each one of those lanes. So that was kind of step two for me is realizing it, the possibility that you can plan your life. And I don't mean plan, like, you know, everything that's going to happen, but you have a choice on what you want to do and make it happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's in our hands. I love that. That's awesome. So walk us through a little bit more of like, specifically day to day, the things that you're doing as far as your routines and your, your rituals and things like that, that help you stay, stay to this level that you have reached. Sure. So I'm going to say this with the exception. (laughs) If you have a toddler like me who has decided to go into sleep regression, (laughs) (laughs) yes, then you are excused from this. Okay. (laughs) That's where I'm at in my life. (laughs) Um, But when all goes as planned with children, okay. Ideally, what I like to do is, um, I read, I've read several morning ritual books, but one of my favorite is Miracle Morning and also the 5am club, um, two fantastic books about the importance of not only like a routine and a ritual, but also the importance of the morning, right? Um, I've always been an early bird and there's something very special about the morning to me. It's very, um, It's like that sacred quiet time. And especially if you're a busy person or you have a lot of people in your house and you have kids and everything going running around, it's that time to wake up and sort of, ah, just breathe, you know, and set your intentions for the day. That is the most important thing I can say. If you don't get anything else in, in your morning, setting your intentions for the day, right? Because if you go through your day by check marking your intentions and doing everything for your intention and your goals and doing the most important things first in your day, you will never have like an unproductive day, right? right? It's when we let all the other garbage and head trash and social media and distractions that bombard us all the time and derail us from where we want to go. So that is what I use my mornings for. And that's when I'm at my peak of success, I'm getting up early. um, And by early, I mean, I'm up and like at my journal by five. And I like to at least move my body, whether it's yoga or stretching or getting on, you know, the treadmill or walking outside for 20 minutes or so just to like kind of light sweat, get the blood pumping because our brain works best when it's kind of our bodies have been moving and we've got some blood pumping and our heart pumping and and fresh oxygen and kind of all that good stuff. So, you know, moving our bodies and setting the intentions and also taking a moment. I I know a lot of people do gratitude at night. Um, I actually like to start my day with gratitude. For me, it's been a lot more impactful. um, And it's a reminder to look for the good in my day. Yeah. Because especially with this, you know, the last nine months, it's so easy to see all the bad all the time. Definitely. Um, and it's been a rough year for me in general, going through a divorce and all that other kind of stuff to always see the bad, but setting my, my day with gratitude and intention and me time, that's a game changer and ultimately leads to the best success in my days and leading up to my ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I know that like, for me, that was if I wouldn't have gotten up before my kids, which I'm not like a 5am person, but my getting up early is like 
6.30 to 8, somewhere in there. But my kids sleep until like 10. So I'm getting... Oh my God, God bless I'm getting up very... I'm still getting up quite a bit earlier than my kids. Um, So getting up before my kids was literally the reason why my business exists. I could not have done what I have done if I didn't work while they were sleeping. And the same with when they were babies and when they were still napping, I would work during nap time. And for sure, like, as what I tell people all the time, I'm like, you have to make the time, whatever your goal is. For what matters. Yeah, whatever it is. If, you know, and when I was really, really struggling with my anxiety, my depression, that was journaling, that was meditating, that was, you know, mental, my mental health was number one. There were seasons where my fitness was number one. There were seasons where my business was number, whatever it is, make the time. Like, right. it's not going to happen on accident ever. And I think that it's really important. You said, you know, choosing what you're going to make the time for, because oftentimes, and I know, and I use moms as an example, because I, I feel like, and maybe women in general, we're the most guilty of feeling like we have to be good at everything. Yeah. And it's a constant juggling act. Um, you know, I, I, the book, the one thing talks about it all the time, how it's like you have three balls and you only can hold two at one time. And the other one's up in the air and you have to figure out which one are you going to be holding and which one is going to be up in the air. And it's okay because you can only focus consciously on one important thing at a time and doing it well. And I know that, um, I like to think of myself as the queen of multitasking, but yet it gets me nowhere. Yes. So it's, if you only, I always tell people, they're like, I only have this much time, then do what matters most to you in that time. Yeah. That's your, be your priority. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you have to make the time. It's super, super important. And you know, it's not always ideal. And for some, it looks like 5am and that's what it is for me. And it, and it works right. And if you work the graveyard, then sometimes it might be in the middle of the afternoon for you or late at night. So just find the time um, because you're worth it. And it's important for you to pursue things that matter most to you. I completely agree. So just to kind of, as we wrap up, I love to ask because these are where we get the best little nuggets is what advice would you give the former version of yourself? If you could go back to that Caitlin, who was brand new in LA and just say something to her, what would you tell her? Oh my gosh. Um, probably two things. The first thing I would say is follow your true North always. And by that, I mean your gut intuition, right? That's what I call my true North. It's my intuition. And it has never steered me wrong, literally ever. And it's, it always knows trouble. It always knows when I'm stepping in the wrong direction. And every time I find I end up in a place where I'm like, how did I get here? I'm like, oh hmm, yeah. Remember when that little (laughs) thing inside of you was telling you not to do that and you did it anyway, that's when it happened. Mm -hmm. So that, and I would also probably say to not freaking stress about everything. (laughs) (laughs) It is bad for your health. It's terrible for your health. And also it does nothing, right? It's spending unnecessary energy on something that is either going to happen ultimately, no matter what, no matter how much you stress. Um, and really you could spend energy on solutions or just relaxing. And this year for me has been about relaxing and it's the most joyful thing I think I've ever experienced. So yes, 
not to stress. That would be my two things. Follow your true north and not stress about everything. It's going to be okay. I think every (laughs) single person can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. There is not an age or anything that would discriminate on that advice. (laughs) But it's so, you know, but we always say don't stress, don't stress. But this year, literally I practiced not stressing and I have vitals from my doctor because I have thyroid things and everything going on. So I get vitals all the time and I'm literally in better health. I have more oxygen in my blood. Like she was worried about me. Cause I was stressing so much oh and it's like, it actually shows up in your body is what people don't understand, you know? And it's like, it's going to be okay. Just relax, learn how to breathe and find joy, find the joy. Cause what is it all worth if we're stress balls all yeah, the time? Exactly. You know, I love that so much. So, so what else can we expect to see from you in the future as you move forward with your brand and everything that you have going on? So what I'd love for the beam life to ultimately be, of course, is a entire lifestyle brand. Um, I do still have a major part of me that is in the fashion world. Um, and I want to be able to incorporate that into the beam life, as well as being able to, when we're allowed to get back out in public, have live speaking events. And, you know, if I have to take it digital, then we take it digital. Um, I'd also love to write a book. That's kind of my first thing is sort of a advice slash memoir style book that has been on my mind for a while now. So I just keep adding chapters. I'm like, it's time to write the book. Um, And I have enough topics for centuries. So Yeah, that would be kind of where I really want to take the beam life and ultimately serve. I mean, my mission is to serve as many women as possible while my two feet are on the ground. Love it. And I know that by doing that with one, they're going to go serve somebody else, serve somebody else. And you just create this major hive of badass, awesome beam women that are out there really changing the way it is for us, you know, and having women show up and, and know their worth and that would be a scary thing for the world. It would be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Definitely. I think of that all the time because, you know, I am a girl mom, just like you and these girls, man, they, if anybody is going to change the world, it is these girls, like they are doing some major things. And I love when I hear them repeating like advice that I have said, or I hear my own voice coming out of their mouth and I'm like, they're listening. And that trickle down is unstoppable. Like it is unstoppable. And then I think when we reach other moms, they're doing the same thing with their kids and literally changing the world. It's yeah, it's amazing. It's really, you know, I do it all knowing that she's watching because I'm here, but she's here. She's got, you know, I always say, like you always say, could you talk to your former self? She is my former self. This is my opportunity, right? To be able to show her all the things that could be different if you just know and trust yourself. Yes. Just trust yourself. Yeah. That is to me is like, if you could give any gift, um, that's, that's the gift I want to keep giving to these women and to my child. And yeah, that's, that's what the beam life is all I about love it so much. You just, I just really wanted to have you on and we're like, you know, preparing for the episode. And I'm like, I don't know exactly what I want you to talk about, but like, you're all about girl power, just women empowerment, like just, okay. It, 
empower these women. Okay, let's go hit record, you know? So I just, I knew yeah. this was going to be so great. So thank you so much for taking the time to share everything that you have shared with us. I appreciate it so much. Of course. And as always keep beaming. Love it. I'm going to link to all your stuff in the show notes and I'll link to the books that you mentioned as well. Um, and thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, Sammy. All right. Talk soon. Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a sunny side up life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend because you never know who needs to hear this message. If you haven't already, please leave a review and subscribe reviews and subscribers are what help the podcast grow and what help new ladies find our community. And again, thanks for hitting play on this episode and for investing some time in yourself today. Remember that I'm always here to support you and I'm always cheering you on along the way. Don't forget that everything that we mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. All right, that's all for me this week. Bye guys.